0: Welcome into the latest Mountain West Connection podcast, Jeremy Moss here, mwcconnection.com, that's our website, we're on a YouTube now, so check out that, subscribe, there'll be some more video stuff there, we're also on Stitcher, we're on a Blog Talk Radio, iTunes of course, check us out there, we're doing things a little bit differently, we're going to add some podcasts uh, to our um, repertoire, to our RSS feed, so if you do that, drop it in Pocket Cast or, um, what is it, or whatever podcast app you use. We're going to do a little daily thing. It's not going to re- replace anything from what we do for football or basketball with uh, Matt Kennelly, like bet or other guys for the shows. Uh, we're just trying this out to see, um, if you ever read the New York Times, not that we're close to anything they do, they have their morning newsletter they do, they also have kind of an audio version where they discuss those same topics, maybe a little bit more in depth, a few different items, but it's kind of just their morning um, get-go, get you up in the morning, so we're going to attempt that in. Even when it's mid-May, even June or July, we'll hopefully try to do this daily. Just some quick hit stuff. Could be recruiting visits, um, just scheduling news, just lists and rankings and stuff like that with the non-conference teams looking at them. But today, our first one uh, we have going on to the Tuesday morning. This will eventually come out late Monday night if you guys uh, find this on your feed sooner than later. But a couple of topics we want to discuss. There's a pretty cool thing writ- written over at um, on Sporting News. They do a pretty good job. Talking about the national title game, which was tonight, Zags ended up uh, coming up short against North Carolina. But the big thing was kind of non-power football program crashed the party. So, meaning obviously college football playoff, even national title game, similar to what Gonzaga has done this year, where they made it all this way. I know Villanova won the title last year. Say they're slightly different because they've been a pretty very good at basketball for the past what forty years or so, doing good things out there in the Big East. But there hasn't been a team like this in college football. You'd have to go back to the 1984 BYU team that did it. And ever since the BCS was created, part of that was BYU winning bowl coalition. After that, then the BCS, you had, was it? I want to say 10, 11 teams, 10 teams that have gone undefeated since 98. Closest team to sniff that was that 2010 TCU team that went to the Rose Bowl. And when they beat Wisconsin, when they blocked that two-point play, it had there been a playoff there'd have been, I believe, a third seed, but Boise State's gone undefeated. Hawaii, Marshall, um, Utah twice has gone undefeated. A couple plenty of teams have gone undefeated, gone to BCS Bowl games, but none have gotten close. So I think we all know what it'll take. It'll essentially be in football, you know how it is the reason Boise State got so high the year they lost to Nevada, they built on with Kellen Moore winning undefeated seasons, one loss seasons, had multiple seasons in a row. Unless you have a killer schedule, like I would say, if you put a team that has the best chance schedule-wise, unfortunately, people don't don't want to hear it from this conference, but it's BYU just because they have, I know that they play half their schedule against the Mountain Wests next year, but they have teams like this upcoming year, for example, they go to LSU and Houston play them. They host Wisconsin. They play Utah. They play they play Boise State. They play some really good teams on the schedule. They play Mississippi State at home. Mountain West can't really compare with that, especially with the league being down a little bit. So unless Boise State or San Diego State is going to go out and schedule, say Stanford, Texas Tech, or let's just um, Oklahoma State or Vanderbilt, something like that, uh, maybe a top-level American team like Houston, playing those four tough non-conference games, and then winning the league that's multiple 10-win teams in there, it's very difficult, and it'll take multiple years. So I don't – I'd say – You know BYU, Boise State, maybe an American team. Houston had a pretty good chance this past year. They kind of mucked it up a little bit in conference playing the American. But it's a pretty good read, so check that out. And also another note they make, because Coastal Carolina was in the Sunbelt, or is in the Sunbelt. They won the uh, College World Series last year. So there's been a couple teams with Gonzaga and Coastal Carolina making some runs And I guess, the top three sports, basketball, baseball, and football. If there's an 18-playoff, yeah, that would change it quite a bit. But right now it's a 14. It'll take a lot. It'll take the top teams losing multiple games and an undefeated team getting in there from the non-power schools. Next topic we have, we discussed this a little bit on a a podcast a couple weeks ago uh, with Matt and myself where the Raiders move and even a good friend Chris Hondras joined our show. So check that out. It's um, titled with the Raiders move to Las Vegas, something along those lines a couple shows ago. Still relevant now because it's only been about a week or so since that move has been announced. Something we've barely touched on could be the bowl situation in the Mountain West. Will the new stadium impact that? Yes. And also kind of ESPN's piece I'm referring to says, could Las Vegas be a potential college football town now? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I lean more towards yes because Arizona BYU, not to go back to the Cougs again, but that game is scheduled to be at Sam Boyd in 2021. That's moving to the Vegas stadium. Look for the the new bowl negotiations that end in uh, 2019. I want to say yeah that's in the end so 2020 is when the stadium should open the 1.9 billion dollar stadium look for in the ESPN piece he had a uh, Kyle Bonag- Bonagria mentioned have it be a Pac-12 school versus the Power 5 school because we mentioned it maybe you can move with the pecking order similar to what the Foster's Farms Bowl did Fight Hunger Bowl before, previously before that moved from I think it's AT&T Parker Candlestick now it's at the new Niner Stadium Look for this bowl game. Maybe do the same. Mountain West has to do something to try to stay in here, have their champion. Maybe play Pac-12 four to the Pac-12 six. That could be helpful, but there could be a chance Mountain West gets squeezed out. We mentioned the Cactus Bowl is a possibility. Still better payout, but Vegas of prestige. It's Usually the first weekend. It's an ABC game. A lot of stuff. A lot of people like it because it's usually good matchups. Past year, Houston, San Diego State. We've had other good bowl games with the Mountain West being there, but. We'll see how that goes. But also, it's weird because the NCAA doesn't do the bowl games or even the college football playoffs. So Vegas could theoretically host a college football championship game. I don't know if they'll get in the rotation this soon, like the Cotton and Peach Bowl is, maybe down the road. But they can't host a college baseball regional. They can't host an NCAA tournament regional or even first opening round. But with the football being different, that's why they can have a bowl game because it's not an NCAA-approved thing. So we'll see how that goes with the Mountain West. And then also really quick, another piece by the Las Vegas uh, Review Journal. What's going to happen to Sam Boyd? Kind of speculated, but it looks like, here's a quote from the uh, it's the Senior Vice President for Finance, UNLV. It's going to be a good thing for UNLV because one option is that we could sell it and see what funds we could get. Because it's not. it says it's not feasible to operate Sam Boyd after a new field is up and operational and me interjecting a much better field and more options there, there to, to be done, better events and they don't see it continuing as a stadium there. So they may demolish it, sell it for parts, make it a parking lot. I don't I don't know. If UNLV gets some money from it, that's great. Stadium will be 50 years old within the next decade. So that looks like it's going to be blown up. So that game, obviously, um, like I mentioned, the reason the Arizona-BYU game in 2021 will be moved. Another mention to go back to that is that there can be some more high-profile games there, similar to what you have at AT&T Stadium, these neutral site games. No, look for Notre Dame to play out west. Uh, they owe BYU a couple games, maybe play them, uh, maybe just other big-time games, like the SEC likes to play there, and the, uh maybe do something similar to that Chick-fil-A Classic out in Atlanta, maybe do something out West for a similar thing with uh, maybe some West Coast schools, Pac-12, Big 12, maybe Mountain West could sneak in like Boise did versus Ole Miss a couple years ago when they went down to Georgia Dome and beat them, so there's that, and also um, we're going to not go too much longer here because I don't want this to be extremely long, but Bill C has mountainous previews. Yes, his previews are out. They're actually even better than they've been in the past. If that's possible, he has graphs. He has charts, all sorts of different things. He uh, touched on Nevada last Friday, and uh, and Fresno State on Monday. A uh, couple of things with Nevada is look at Nevada um, and and Wolfpack. Excuse me, what they may what the offense may look like in the future because they are now two coaches removed from Chris all and the Pistol. You have Jay Norvell, who is um, passing. It's a passing guy. He's been taxes. University Texas. He's at Oklahoma. First time head coach. There could be some issues there. But look for an open attack. Plus, you brought in a, a mummy. He brought in Matt Mummy. I think it was a Hal Mummy's grandson. Kim came, came in to be, or is coming in to be the OC. And then they also have Timmy Chang, former Hawaii quarterback, who used to chuck it around the field. He's an inside receivers coach. So his preview kind of on the offensive side kind of looks at what the offense could look like down the road. And it may take a little time. And he's... He suspects there could be a quarterback battle with Ty Ganji and David Cornwell, the uh, transfer from Alabama. I think Ganji has the edge, partly because he's with the team, and he's looked better so far in camp, but that could change. I don't think a startup will be named when camp ends in the next week or so, but that's where we're at. And then at Fresno State, and here's what I like to put in here, Bill C. was not confident on the hire. neither, Neither was I myself. Neither was our good buddy Matt Cannelly out in Fresno into went practice, so he has some tweets out there from this past weekend. Matt K underscore FS. Check those out. But um, I still say he's an alleged quarterback guru. Yes, he did get, have Aaron Rodgers. Amazing. He somehow got Kyle Bowler to be drafted in the first round. But he's more of a running backs coach. Marshawn Lynch, Javad Best, um, a few other, plenty of other quarterbacks are doing good things in the NFL or have been. And from the first scrimmage, that's what Fresno did. A the ball up the middle. A lot of more running between the tackles. Um there could be a like he Bill mentioned uh one win to a bowl game because that's what he did at, Tedford did at Cal in his first year. He's in the West Division, possibility. If that defense improves, which it probably should. Offensive line is a big concern, but we all know about the bonus structure he could get if he he gets a hundred K for wins getting to six wins, two hundred K if he wins a bowl game, regardless of whether it's a Las Vegas bowl or the uh final pick, uh New Mexico bowl within the conference. So it's uh it's a good to Check both out. Too much to discuss on these shorter um, shows we're doing here. We will break those down once we do our team previews in the next uh, over the summer. Uh, really quick, CSU uh, opened up their uh, or not opened up, but they completed their non-conference schedule 2019, adding Western Illinois, and FCS team. They're also uh, that's September seventh, 2019. They also have uh, they opened up versus Colorado and Denver, go to Arkansas and host Toledo for those a uh, couple of games, and then Chip Kelly former Oregon coach hung out at Lobo's practice uh, on uh, Monday. So we have a couple of bits of what he said from there. And here's what he had to say about going to practice out there in Albuquerque. I think everybody in, in college, professional, wherever you are, kind of know what New Mexico's doing. Uh, so I always want to get a chance to, to get down here and kind of watch practice and see what they're doing. And just really, really impressed with how he's running this program right now. I was impressed. You know, I, I think he he has a plan both offensively, defensively, special teams wise, you know, kind of sees the whole big picture and, um, how they work together to try to make themselves better—you can tell why they have the record that they had last year and the success that they had in going to bowl games. It's—it's um, uh, it's good to see, you know. And he's—he's he's done a hell of a job. It was a really, really impressive practice. Today. Anytime you can get that type of coach to come, because Kelly's an innovative guy. He tried to do it in, in, with the Eagles. He tried to do it with the Niners to kind of get his offense out there. He's—we know what he did in Oregon specifically. He had guys like the Michael James running back. A lot of good players at Marcus Mariota now in the NFL with the Titans. He's done a lot of good things with quarterbacks and running backs and offenses, where it's whether it's the uh, fast attack, uh, quick screens, uh, passing downfield, the, the rushing attack, which was more of a play what he did as offense rather than passing downfield or a quick passing game. is all, you know, trying to what Bob Davey does at Mexico, one of the most unique offenses in the country. So if you have Davey stop by, or excuse me, uh, Kelly stop by, apologies there, but. Um, visiting Davey it's a it's a pretty big deal and I don't know what uh, Chip Kelly's up to next but could probably college is the best fit for him but we'll see but it's a get a pretty big name to check out the Lobos uh, practice that's uh, always uh, excellent Uh, that's what we got for our little uh, podcast today I don't know we'll call it the the daily cast the mini cast pint cast I don't know we'll figure something out but that's uh, what we have for today oh maybe I'll make it more smoother or something I got to somewhat planned out for this, but uh check these out. Again, we, we're new on YouTube now. We're well, we've had a page for a while. Finally getting back into that so you can listen on YouTube. We'll do some more videos as well outside of just posting audio. We're on Stitcher, of course, we're on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, check us out there. Uh, give us a review. And uh five stars would be the best if you could possibly do that. But like we say, five stars, but tell us how we how we really do. If we suck, if we're terrible, what else you want? Give us criticism, constructive criticism. If you love us, great. That's awesome. But uh, that's what we got for this morning. So uh, again, check us out, mwcconnection.com. We'll see you tomorrow morning.